We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners podcast. It's Agro and Barracuda as per usual. And today we are joined by the resident stats guru we have uh, over at titan forge uh, it's young max slash innocent rabbit but before i realize we have audio issues uh, i do want to tell you that this holiday season get factor and get nutritious convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days no wonder it's america's number one ready to eat meal delivery service get 50 percent off factor with code backliners 50 at factormeals.com slash backliners 50 big shout out to factor okay someone talk and let me know that my audio is not working go ahead oh yeah oh wait it's working wow that is a legitimate surprise wow i actually did not expect it wow my hair is also a mess i should have worn a hat for this you look Unlucky. fantastic <laughs> nothing we can do uh thanks barry you don't have to lie though um max welcome in uh to the show my friend thanks for thanks for hopping on um for uh g- give us your little like smite background because before you got hired yeah you were still a a smite community member you know yeah yeah that's true uh well you know thanks for having me on i always always a pleasure to hang out with uh with with you uh yeah so uh, i you you know i was trying to be nice i'm a cool guy at work bear i imagine i was (laughs) imagine imagine that being a thing huh yeah yeah cool Cool. Anyways, right. uh, okay. it was uh, yeah. No, I've been <laughs> uh, I've been I've been with uh, Titan Forge for just over two years now. Um, but before that, and before you know, Max, the data guy, I was Innocent Rabbit, the YouTube guy who posted once every year and a half. Um, and that was how I how I ended up working here. I was doing some funny stuff with the API, and you know, one of someone someone internally found it and uh set off a domino line that led me to where i am now that's uh that's really funny i didn't know that that's kind of like how it went down hey, have i never told you that yeah that's no. completely how it went down no someone on the data team like saw one of my videos and was like oh you want to like interview for this position that we're having like trouble filling and i was like sure yeah let's do it and, and, <laughs> and now like i'm here data. yeah <laughs> yeah is- you like data i guess <laughs> And you're like literally perfect for it. What uh, what video was it? And like, what API uh, mm. stuff were you were you cooking? Yeah, no, I was. Um, it was a video where I was trying to uh, win a game without dealing player damage, and I used the API to find like the current like lowest player damage mark of mm. a winning team uh, wow, as like my goal to at least externally, kind of. 
Kind of. You can you can look at the last. Well, you uh, now it's a little bit more up in there. But before you could look at like the last like sixty days ish, and I did that every like few months for like like four or five months to to get like the last six months, and then I just kind of lied and said that that was the <laughs> historical best because I didn't feel like actually figuring it out fast there. That's a really good thing about uh, being a stats person is ha- being a good liar, you know? Like, that's yeah, that, that... to using hard data <laughs> is to then be yeah. able to skew it no. in a way that supports your argument. You know, uh, I'm a data person second. First, I'm a, I'm a storyteller. Right. And sometimes... <laughs> I was going to say uh, a habitual liar, but that works. Yeah, right. That's I'm third. That's, that's, that, it's pathological number three. Right. Number storyteller, three, you know. data guy, yeah. pathological liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number three. Yeah, Barry, you were going to say something? Oh, uh, I played a Joust game, uh, and we did zero damage in one. I don't know, I remember what year it was, but I remember posting that YouTube Well, if it wasn't in the last 60 days, then who freaking cares? Yeah, apparently right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Gives, uh, crap. <laughs> Wait, your entire team did zero player damage? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know that I've made a video, I've claimed this entire thing. There's like... 100,000 plus views of people lauding over me when it should have been over you. That's hilarious. <laughs> My entire job, really. Vera literally stole your brand. Like That's, that's crazy. crazy. No, that, that was My also brand crazy made it better, apparently. Well, yeah, wow, exactly. you're saying Mine you're wasn't literally... good enough. Well, I mean, clearly not, because Max had already either saturated the market or... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you just went to market with the wrong strategy because Max Apparently. got a job out of it. What did you get out of that YouTube video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple, I got a kicked. Couple, a couple bucks? I got kicked? <laughs> <laughs> that was the final straw. Wait, when did you do? When did you post that video? Do you know? It was like, years ago, like three or four years ago. Oh, okay. Wow, that actually may have been uh, a lot. That's, it was that a long is, time ago. That is comedy. I, I now have the ability to actually check like all the way back and I've never done it. I just like never thought to. I can after this go back. If this is me realizing that my not only YouTube career but like professional career is a like, built upon a lie. Hilarious. Oh, welcome Comedy. to the club. Welcome to the club. Brother. I don't know how they let me do what I do. Uh yeah, it's actually crazy to me. That is that is really funny. Um so yeah, like what uh did you go to school um for no. like stat uh, you know, or was it storytelling? Is your degree in storytelling, pathological lying, or data? So, uh, no matter what I say, you'll have to question it because my degree is in pathological lying. Smart, but aside, nice. aside, yeah, aside from that, I I went to school um, for engineering. I, I went to I got a degree in something called integrated engineering, so computer and mechanical engineering. Um, Why did I you just ever tell graduated? Me you were smart, Max. That's like a smart person degree. Yeah, well, that's that's why I do all the number things just in my brain. I don't like oh, use calculators. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's all mental math. It's gotcha. all mental math. You like look all at of... a spreadsheet of like all the matches played in one hour, and you just like your eyes just flicker over the whole page, and then you've got it memorized. Yeah. So instead of you know for the entirety of like Smite, High Res, Forge, whatever, no like actual hard math. It's just no. me sitting there mental mathing the entire thing. And you are a pathological liar, as we've already covered. So, so <laughs> this is. I think this is answering a lot of questions. About... Yeah. How many? Yeah, I shouldn't have got this podcast. Yeah, that'll, uh, that'll that will spawn. 
Um, yeah. So was no, data just no, no, like no. was 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 data parsing just like a, a hobby of yours that you were like interested in, or is that like key in that degree that like area? Yeah. Of work? Yeah. No. You you do you do a lot of stats, and um, it's it, like kind of the analysis side is just it's it's in the entire process of the degree. But once I started to get into the computer engineering side of things, started to look more into like a lot like machine learning stuff, which is really just stats on roids. And uh, that kind of started to build out my like stats background. And then I started to, I was like, just like working on stats stuff and I was playing Smite on the side. So I was doing the logical thing of doing both of them at the same time, Yep. Uh, which got me here. Actually, I spent an entire, like the first like COVID summer, I was playing a lot of Smash Bros and I did a big, like actually like deep stats dive. On, on my YouTube channel about, like, this really cool, like, statistical analysis of, like, Smash Bros. Online, and it's mm. by far my least viewed video of all time, I'm and I put honest, probably... <laughs> this, this is gonna be a, a, a both a, a positive and a negative thing that is about to come out of my mouth, okay? Yeah, I I know, <laughs> but yeah. I it. have never... I'm gonna be honest with you. I've never seen one of your YouTube videos. Uh, oh, okay. I've never seen one. I am That's... going to go and watch that video. I mean that sincerely. That sounds really interesting <laughs> to me. I, I I appreciate it, but there's there's a few bangers on there that are much more interesting than that one. Well, uh, are any about like pitch sequencing? Uh, because that's like also Max and I for to let everyone in on the the little inner joke there. Uh, we are both big baseball fans. Um, I before I joined Tyra, yeah, Max is rocking the Blue Jays hat. Um, before I joined Hi Res, I was um producing uh a show uh for but that went on before and after pittsburgh pirates games and something that i would do a lot is there's a there's a great there are a lot of great baseball stat sites because baseball is just the sports moba um and there's uh in particular like fan graphs had a lot of um pitch usage uh types of statistics that i think i think the whole game boils down to pitching and hitting, of course. Um, and I think pitch sequencing is one of the most interesting things in the history of humanity, personally. Like that's that it's right up there. It's it just like it's so, all of humanity. It's so mental and it's so physical at the same time. It's why I think penalty kicks are Man. really cool in soccer because mm. it's more mental than physical, but there's still a physical aspect. Like those are the types of things that like really get me excited aggro man i'm gonna tell you right now if you walked up to like any person on the street and said i think that baseball pitch sequencing is one of the most interesting things in human history yep you'd be institutionalized yes i but but (laughs) i'd be spitting truth in the institution that's all i'm saying like and i say that as like a big baseball fan i know like i know but it is so interesting like you've you know let's say the pitcher's got a fastball a slider and a changeup first pitch is a fastball up and away what does that set you up for on the next pitch like does that yeah. mean that the pit the hitter is going to be expecting another fastball do you want to change their eye level which side of the plate they're on what their hitting tendencies are what you've thrown in previous career uh at bats against that player or in that particular game like there are just m- like intricate levels of it that go so far down and i just think that is like the coolest thing being able to like craft the per- the perfect pitch sequence and then be able and then it's like oh and then do the most impossible thing ever which is 
throw this ball 95 miles per hour and have it dip 18 inches at the same time. Like, it, I don't know. It's just such a, it's such a no, sick it's, thing. I don't know how I even got it, started thinking about it, but now I'm thinking about, about it. About my, my, my YouTube video. So now <laughs> you've, okay. So yeah. So my, my YouTube, my YouTube video pit, pitch sequence is like Smite content, Smite content, Smite content. Super Smash Bros. content, which awesome. bombed. Right. Smite content, Smite content, Smite content, and now baseball content. Yes. I, I think... I think that you've sequenced me better and you've set me up for success in the well, future. So, so I really I'm appreciate that. I am, that. when I'm looking at your pitch sequence here, Max, you seem a little smite heavy, you know? Um, it is, it the is hitters a little are going to be able to sit heavy. on the smite uh, and they're going to just smash it, which is, I guess, actually what happens because that's your view count going higher. They're smashing the like button, of course, you know? Um, As they should, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. that's all happening. Yeah, wow, that, my brain is like... I literally cannot get off thinking about pitch sequencing now. Pitch um, so let's uh, let's get on topic before I completely derail us. Um, Max is uh, a key part of um, how we make our balanced decisions. Um, I'm sorry to expose I, yeah, you to this. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, there's there is I, a there's certain things that I don't want to be associated with, but I know that I have to. Right. And I've already brought this one upon myself. Yeah, I've, I've responded I... to balance things on Twitter and Reddit and that kind of stuff. It exists now, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. I remember when I first started joining balance meetings um, in season four, uh, now every Redditor, like, oh, that's why the game sucks in season four. Um, were, you, were you joining balance meetings in season four? Season four, yeah. I've been doing balance meetings wow. for almost six years isn't that insane oh oh wow okay yeah i wasn't like during the season i would usually only go to one per week because we usually have two to three um and we would be casting on thursdays and there were stretches where i wouldn't be able to make it but i would say i've definitely got over five years worth of balance meetings like under my belt um you still haven't fixed my and i still haven't fixed it um yeah that's crazy that's in some crazy. ways i've that's made it crazy. worse like objectively yeah um but but remember how when i joined the balance meetings it instantly became way better i just want right. that on record right and, now and when do you think reddit don't look so that dumb. Is? <laughs> and when do you think uh they would be like yeah that lines up you know no, this, uh, whenever there's a patch that was really good, I was around a lot for that one. Right. Um, and I want that on record. Right. And then sometimes you take off and we are lost, which is actually legitimately true. Mm. Um, but yeah, like what, um, what, without letting the full cat out of the bag, I mean, there's nothing to, there, I can there's, let no cat cat. To be, there's no cat to be let out if we're just like being real, right? Like, yeah, it really is just th- like talking about our philosophies and we've got, internal you know things like goals that we want to hit and all that kind of stuff um Mm -hmm. but they aren't given to us by marketing or you know the mystical like you know it's not like stew coming down from on high and giving us his balance philosophy it's like things that we've decided we've seen work um in the game or haven't worked uh hasn't worked um and just trying to make people as happy as we can while also keeping the game as interesting as we can. Um, and that just comes from discussions and looking at SPL stats and other player stats and just kind of coming to a conclusion. Um, so yeah, what, a from, from your perspective, what are some of the things that you've learned, um, on the stats side 
Okay, yeah, I was I was wondering where the question was, and I was I like, I didn't know where it was. Either, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if there was. Yeah, one. no, I I I, 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 I have a, I have an answer to this. I have an answer to to this generalized thing because yes, I've talked about it a bit on Twitter and Reddit. I can pick up what you're what you're trying your very best to put down. Yeah, um, which is, uh, from my perspective, data side is that the data should only ever be used as a supplement to finding out, uh balance decisions that make sure that the game doesn't get out of hand in one way or another as far as too strong or too weak mm-hmm. and the remainder of balance decisions should be made be, should be made around creating an interesting and fun game state mm-hmm. so perfect balance isn't the goal i think that a lot of and th- again i can only really speak to this as far as i've been associated with it to give an actual answer to that it's probably been for real since like early year 2023 we'll talk like march or april mm-hmm. um looking at making sure that there's that the outliers kind of get brought in as fast as possible but um that the numbers don't guide everything because i think there's been a lot of times in the past where aiming for a 50 percent win rate on all gods uh has resulted in a lot of negativity there's certain characters that have to be below a 50% win rate Mm -hmm. overall because they have certain people who can play them to a completely oppressive extent. There's other characters that people are fine having above a 50% win rate because they don't feel bad to play against. Mm -hmm. Um, So the the numbers of it all aren't aren't the end-all be-all. This is my disclaimer Mm -hmm. to being the data person on the side of balance. Uh, And then the kind of like second pillar of the philosophy would be the, the three P's is that there's the pros, there's their performance, and there's their perception. And they can all be kind of quantified in their own way. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that all three of those are taken into account. If you ignore one of them, then it will be felt somewhere. Uh, and I've done my best over those kind of, let's say, eight months that I've been associated with it to, to try to ramp up the way that we um, display those in, in clear and effective ways and... Uh, we've had some really good hits, I think. We've had some patches yeah. that have come out, and we've 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 really nailed it. And there's been other patches that we've come out, and I've been like, oh, I have to write like a Twitter post and a Reddit thread like right now, or else <laughs> I my job is in danger. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's also the nature of the multi-season year, you know. Um, yep. Yeah. That it's going to be a more volatile uh, game, and that was something that we knew kind of coming into the season structure. Um, yeah, and and I also think that one thing that I'm sure you've talked about before, but I'll reiterate, is that we we try our best to predict the future just because of what we what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we we make decisions without all the information. We make them ahead of time, and there's certain constraints to how long we can make a decision before it actually goes live. And things sometimes change kind of out of the blue. That's the nature of MOBAs. And every once in a while we've made a change. We've been like, oh yeah, this god like hasn't been getting played and they're not doing too well. Let's give them some love here and there. And then in the week before the patch, they just start getting pay- played pro level, every level. And then they're just the best god in the game out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. we show up to the balance meeting and Agro and Lermy both just have like shell-shocked faces. And I sit there and I laugh at them a little bit when I tell them <laughs> what's happening. Yes. So. Yeah, that happens um, literally every week. Uh, there is something along those lines that, c- because the game just changes on its own, um, we will always. It's like uh, it's like 
hackers versus antivirus software, right? Like the antivirus industry is always behind the people who are hacking because they are responding. Uh, and the nature of our job is to respond. Um, so that means we are going to sometimes be more behind, sometimes be less behind. Uh, and we've definitely learned our lesson in the past on we can't get too far ahead if we know that something is overperforming, but uh, Max mentioned the three P's. If the pros and the perception aren't there, but their performance is, we are much more likely to let something go. Um, mm-hmm. We had a change. Uh, there's one that I can think of earlier this year. Oh, it was a Kali nerf. Um, Kali was top five-ish um, for months and months and months. Uh, her her ranked ban rate, which is something we really closely pay attention to, because uh, that's a really good perception indicator, was starting to climb, and we were like, okay, we think that the the performance has been overly like obvious. We think the perception's there. Let's go ahead and pull the trigger on a nerf, and we got nothing but why are they nerfing Kali? Like, what are they doing? Um, and that's because yeah, we just pulled the trigger a little early on the perception, uh, and she was she didn't have pro presence at the time. Barry, you were gonna say something? Yeah, I remember that change in particular, and I was like, I haven't seen a collie in my games in like months, mm-hmm. and I was like, why are they just randomly nerfing collie? Like that <laughs> literally doesn't make sense. Like from my perspective, I, she I was looked like, that at me wrong. Dead. She looked yeah. At me like, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, there has to be something in the data or something somewhere for them to randomly nerf it. Because I assume they're not just, like, spinning a dartboard around and just throwing it. And it's like, oh, it hit Kali. Time to nerf Kali. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. it, Yeah, from our perspective, it was just, like, completely random. Like that, that's, that's what I was actually, actually going to ask you, Bear. I was like, so if our job is to kind of, you know try our best to predict a certain amount into the future about mm. where thing go, things go was did you feel that it was your job like specifically to screw us over i was just wondering <laughs> if that's like... uh partly yes and it was really funny because sometimes like basically exactly what you guys talked about where we would start scrimming with something and I'd be like oh this is op and then the next week he gets buffed and we're like oh this is like permaban worthy now mm. like now we have to deal with this for like it would be like a week or two and it's like okay now i have to deal with this for another month or whatever like or like hopefully it gets nerfed and like bonus balance or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a really weird balancing point that you guys have to do um without being able to watch pro players scrims Mm -hmm. um because if you were able to like just watch like one team a day or like one scrim per team a day or just kind of like sit in like for like five minutes and just see or like even look like post game stats and just see what's going on um i feel like that would help a lot versus like oh it's the weekend it's spl time oh no ryzen's in the solo lane Woo-hoo! Yeah. like <laughs> yeah i think it would it would it would certainly help a little bit but i think it would also we i don't think we could react to the majority of those things anyways mm-hmm. because like i said we we have gotten a lot of feedback over the years that we aren't we the our players typically don't want us to be too early on something oh that's Um, fair yeah being too late is a is a greater sin than being too early but not by that much um Mm -hmm. you know there have been a lot of like look at old seasons 
and you'll see some, you know, I'm trying to think of a of like a clear example, but let's say uh, we add in a bunch of magical lifesteal items and then we nerf Anubis in the same patch because he's the best magical lifesteal user. We know mm-hmm. that he's going to rise to the top of the meta. So we're going to nerf him because we're introducing all these things. Uh, we get a lot of negative perception typically on a nerf like that. Players typically, so, some subsect of vocal players, you know, I, I don't think it's, we know that of course that, you know, Reddit, Twitch chat, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, like literally everywhere we look is still a very small vocal minority, but they are our most enfranchised players um, as well. So, you know, we obviously want to like take what they're saying seriously. Um, And players usually want to get confirmation that something is going to be OP instead of having us say, trust us, this was going to be OP. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. You know, where there's obviously been mistakes along that same line and saying, oh, we can wait and let it ride for a patch or whatever. But in general, I think uh, our players, there's always going to be the strongest thing to do, the most broken thing to do. Um, And it's just a matter of making sure that those don't stay stagnant uh, and that it's the, the best thing to do and the worst thing to do are both changing frequently. Um, Mm hmm is my general thing. Max, any thoughts on the, the getting there early? Uh, yeah. Perception. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's like getting there early versus getting there late. I think that we had, we have examples of from just this past year since, uh, let's say my watch started where <laughs> we were late. Uh, a specific manticore was basically the reason that I'm now <laughs> at least publicly associated with balance to an extent. Um, and it's one of those things where, um, you make a change and especially if it's a bonus change when there's like a two week window between a bonus balance Mm -hmm. and a main patch balance. Mm -hmm. Um, and you, or at least let's say, let's say that I don't have the insight into it, but let's say the generalized design balance team, right? No individual, but the team as a whole. Uh, thinks that it is enough to take the numbers from where they are and kind of bring them into a range that's acceptable. Uh, often it's really hard to know whether it'll actually do that, A. And B, there is this kind of effect of a character being good that if they don't become actually bad, they stay perceived well. Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. they have been oppressive, they've been strong, and... Uh, for a character to like slowly go from being really good to being an average balanced character is like a nearly impossible transition to make via like balance changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it it it's almost like time plus balance plus itemization. It's it's a whole mm-hmm. thing to get there. So getting there getting there late is happens when yeah, you don't get early enough, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but going early, what I was thinking of of that exact example that Barra said with uh, a, a god being good in scrims and then getting buffed and then going, oh no. Mm-hmm. Uh, to talk to one this year, we uh, Ares, I think, this year yeah, was a, a, good one. a character that oh, was yeah. the this was getting a, a spicy buff as as it's been referred to, mm-hmm. uh, and that spicy buff because it was a bigger design question of how do we change this character up design wise in the balance to make them more interesting to play 
that's being cooked up for longer than what a normal balance shift looks like. Mm -hmm. So as that change is being made, the play rate stats are getting looked at, and somewhere else it's decided that they're going to get a buff because their numbers are too low, their play rate's too low, all that stuff. So they get buffed, and then in the time between the one, the first buff and the spicy buff that gets announced, um, the Ares went from being a below-average win rate, below-average pick rate character to just being insane, like one of the yeah. best guardians in the duo lane. And then it got announced that he was getting all these big changes that generally made him better. And it was <laughs> definitely one where we moved early. Like, we moved early on something because we saw, hey, this character is struggling. It's not a nerf early, but it was a buff early. Um, I don't think anyone was really asking for the Ares buff in retrospect. Uh, but yeah, then then that whole thing went down and we had to work really quickly. And I thought that we caught that one on the tail end pretty quick. We brought yeah, down we, uh, we Kane's damage. A nerf. We squeezed in a nerf yeah that same patch which was good but that was very yeah, much last I, minute i remember that yeah and and i think that kind of let's say saved it being acting too late but it was definitely one where we in a way acted too early on something so it's still yeah. it's still gonna be difficult to to get right but um at least i think that we've had a a, a few really good accurate passes where we have had that idealized version of a balance pass to something that kind of slow tails it into being an average character so they can still be played still be fun and not just completely killed in recent patches but mm -hmm. you know misses are gonna happen it's 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 impossible to uh to get uh completely right and if it was always perfectly balanced game then there'd probably be a little bit less less interest in it anyways so that's my yeah. copium of the whole situation too. <laughs> no i think i'm i'm right there with you because this is something that i've always said when it comes to balancing the game or a game whatever it may be like first of all how do you know that you've gotten there you know what i mean like it's not like bells go off everywhere like we you know oh we we yep. found the secret combination um how do you know when it's balanced uh and then what do you do do you just not touch it for the rest of time like you preserve it in amber like this is the balanced yeah. meta like Ymir's too. Yeah, exactly. Ymir's too. Um, it's just like, it, it's not, that was like a really key lesson for me to learn um, was, because man, I used to like, you know, I started going in season four. I think by season five, I had kind of found, because it, it, working in a balance meeting is, uh, there's a natural kind of like flow to it and you want to like, especially when um, those were like in-person meetings and they, and I wasn't a designer. So I'm kind of like coming in and you know, the types of, you have to kind of learn like what types of suggestions are viable, uh, how to interpolate data and like interpret it properly, properly in order to like find the right change. Um, mm. And what changes are effective? Uh, you know, something that we say all the time, um, Max, Again, I'm going to refer to it uh, as the three the three P's of prose, performance, and perception. It's just so clean. Um, oh, I know. I love it. I'm we big have fan lots of, of changes. <laughs> we have lots of changes that might more heavily affect one or two of the P's, but leave one untouched. A really good example is alt cooldowns. Alt cooldown changes heavily impact pro pro thoughts and because pro thoughts and perception are really closely tied more than any other two um 
that will have like it's like a full hit on prose it's a half a hit on perception and it barely ever does anything at all to their performance like statistically but if it addresses the other two then we're kind of good so you kind of learn like those types of things um and man i used to like because like oh sorry go ahead no i just because like and to that point right like like a pro game is a lot more built off of the team coordination which revolves around stuff like alzheimer's mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so if you were to look at actually just the performance in pro games of an alt cooldown hit it's gonna have a bigger impact than in your ranked cues or anything like that because you're playing a much more individualistic game absolutely uh so i i think i i you've 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 hit you've chosen the perfect example of it but i I just wanted to to say to clarify that I think that it actually is a performance hit to yes. the people who care about it, right? Yep. But then the perform the perception change comes a lot more from that generalized discussion coming from the pro level down. Yes. No. That's a, that's a great clarification. Um, but yeah, I used to like really stress about like, oh, you know, I don't want to try and nerf the wrong thing or buff the wrong thing or you know, uh, we went too hard on this. We whatever it may be. Um, and I think it was AJ at one point was like, Hey man, we're going to get some wrong. We're going to get some right. We're going to get credit for some things that we didn't mean to do, or, you know, uh, we're going to get bashed for things that we know are good. Uh, and the goal isn't to balance it. It's to make it more fun. Um, and I think that that was like a really good lesson, um, that in my opinion, um, every designer in a balanced position comes to learn eventually um because it's just not possible like i said there's it's an end goal that isn't possible it's the dog chasing the car and then it's like what are we doing uh when we get there anyway so um yeah i i I do think that something that we've been doing recently which this is me tooting my own horn to be completely fair but please i think that it has it's not just me obviously i'm just the one who kind of works with it but on uh you know the technical side we've been doing a lot more things to capture different elements of data that we didn't have we didn't have before for balance meetings like the one that you guys referenced it a bunch in the last patch notes show is that we've been looking a lot more at where in the game state gods are performing above or below and how they're performing above or below at that specific time mm-hmm. which gives a little bit more clarity to exactly what needs to be adjusted Mm -hmm. um and i think it's it's been a a cool addition at least because i think that you know i am being obviously the most skilled smite player on this call right Um, well when he's playing mercury bear here's something you need to know yeah yeah yeah. max is not allowed to play test mercury um Mm -hmm. because he has a 110 percent win rate on the god yeah Um, it's crazy it's crazy yeah, you yeah, think of, like, I'd... adapting Mercury, you know, Mask Mercury, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Sam for Soccer Mercury. Yeah, who are those guys? All yeah. complete chumps in comparison to Innocent Rabbit Mercury. Um, yeah, it's, what does it's he absurd. Do, what do you do differently? He hits better. Them. I, he punches I don't, I don't okay. lose. Yeah, I don't know okay. the main one. It, just like, if he's about to mechanic. lose. I feel, like, I feel like the other people try to win too much, and I just mm. refuse to lose. It's a, yeah. Yeah. And you have to believe the 110% uh, win rate number because I am a pathological liar with right. stats is right. the is the mm-hmm. thing you have to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so is Agro, no. apparently. <laughs> yeah. We've been known. He's on your side, yeah. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I've I've shown them. I've shown them the numbers. They check out. It's true. Um, <laughs> no, what I, what I what I was gonna, what I was gonna say though is as a you know certified high plat low diamond player, mm-hmm. uh, I I often have an amount of insight, but it's a lot more interesting for me to kind of lob the information that I have at the more experienced players that that sit in balance meetings and see what you guys take away from it. And often you guys disagree a lot more heavily than I would disagree with someone who like plays at my level. I think, Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot more perspectives that differ in like a really good way. It leads Mm -hmm. to like a more like in-depth conversation about what exactly things are meant to do and what's the most fun and interesting way for things to exist. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, it's it's just an interesting kind of back and forth that we get to have where I can represent, let's call it the average committed kind of player who plays a good amount but isn't anything crazy. Um, has well, been playing well. I, yeah, except my Mercury. Right. Except the Mercury. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a it's a cool dynamic and it's something that I enjoy uh, doing. No, I think that that perspective is really valuable um, because. That that is something that I continue to need to work on. I think is my bias towards the impact it will have at higher levels, um, and trying to mm-hmm. keep in mind the majority of the player base is something I've I've certainly improved upon, but always have room to to grow in. I think, um, but I think that you know, in an ideal world, we would literally have like a silver representative like we'd have a gold representative like we would have literally someone from each division someone who only plays arenas uh all that kind of stuff and that's not to say that the person who's only playing casual arenas would have a uh, final say on a god buff or nerf but get it just having access to that perspective on like hey what makes this character frustrating for you um what makes this character feel bad to use you know all those sorts of things like there's no such thing as an invalid piece of feedback um on on how the game feels to someone but it also can't just be how it feels to one person because the game is so you know has so many infinite variables um but yeah yeah you know i think i think that's uh certainly a valuable part of it um Something I wanted to get your perspective on, Max, and it's kind of me springing it on you because it's something that I was thinking about uh, after one of our discussions earlier this week. Um, I think we were talking about, you know, perception of balance changes, all that kind of stuff. And I think we were talking about being early or being late um, and how they both have their downsides. And I was also thinking about the intensity of balance changes and bear i also mm. want your opinion on this um mm-hmm. i think that this year uh in large part and this is not to blame you max but to instead give you credit i think we've been much better about making smaller more targeted changes to address okay, problems yeah. <laughs> than being a little bit more heavy-handed where in the past hey raijin is a problem we're just gonna hard slash a bunch of numbers you know what i mean Whereas now we go in, we do a little bit more deep dive and we, we can address that problem a little bit more clearly. But like you were saying, once a character is good, you have to get them below the point of where they were before sometimes in order to get people to, to get pros in particular, to stop playing them. 
Um, and I think that a little bit of the frustration around our balance at times this year has been, mm-hmm. I think in a vacuum, I will, st- I mean, I'm going to stand by every decision we made, um, literally every single one, because whether it be the, the information at the time or, you know, okay, not literally every single one. I'm sure there were some that were really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> like both, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to, man, but no, I'm sure there were some really terrible ones. But like, for the most part, like, you know, we don't want to make excuses on time frames or, you know, information being complete, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, a lot of the changes we've made have been so honed in i'm not trying to be like we're so good at our jobs that people aren't like seeing it but like that isn't what our players are looking for and that's fine um and that's something that i've taken away is that we need to be a little bit more if we're nerfing something we need to nerf it not make it worse you know what i mean like uh (laughs) before you talk max because i feel like it's just been me droning on and max also saying things and barad Having to smile and nod. Yeah, this has been awful for me. Yeah, I, I bet. You're really put, <laughs> Man, you're putting in the work hours right now. I, uh, I spent 20 minutes earlier trying to find that YouTube video, and I couldn't find it, and you guys were just having a great conversation. Right. Yeah. Uh, what uh, do, do you feel... Like, as a player, Barra, do you feel mm-hmm. like you prefer, hey, this is OP, it gets gutted uh, on first opportunity, or trying to, to notch it down kind of step by step? Um, that depends on the character for me. Um, it's kind of related to the three Ps you guys were talking about. Um, but one of the perceptions for me is kind of annoyance factor when I play against the god. Mm. Um, and that is a big issue for me because, I mean, people in chat were talking about it, but, like, a god like Kumakarna, Like, yeah. if that god is viable he's going to feel way worse to play against than a god like hachimon like hachi's never going to be really that character that's like holy cow you let through hachi like wow right he was like, pretty good earlier too- this year if i remember correctly you know that's all that's all i'm saying we get we get yeah, a little nerf you know like playing against the character doesn't feel no, like suffocating it right. doesn't feel like oh this character is so frustratingly annoying to play against um, but if a character is like that, kind of like, uh, it's like the win harder characters, but also mixed in with the, I don't make the enemy play the game or have fun playing the game. Mm-hmm. And when those kind of characters get a lead, it becomes very annoying to play the game for the next 15, 20 minutes until you lose. Right. Um, or just healers in general, sometimes like the patches where, Hell was strong, or, like, Guan was strong. I mean, healers have always been, like, an issue, but I think you guys fixed that relatively um, with the um, the healing balance change earlier this year. But mm-hmm. if, a, if a god isn't that annoying, or that high on my annoying scale, or like, OP scale, um, then I think it's fine for the small changes, the small tunes. And I do agree with you guys that pros take a long time to adapt to these changes sometimes, because... You get stuck in this mindset of playing with the character. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll talk about, like, Raijin and Solo. Like, you're used to your team fights being around Raijin and Solo. You're used to the pressure he's putting on the map. You're used to the amount of totems you're getting. You're used to a lot of these factors. 
and then swapping back to a warrior or swapping back to a traditional frontliner sometimes is harder or worse than just continuing the style of game that you've been playing for the last three to four weeks. Right. And trying to like swap that in like a week before your next SPL set is like playing a whole different smite game. Um, Same with like ability-based hunters sometimes because then you have to like refocus the rest of your draft around like fire giant DPS or like poke style of comps or what we really want to define our comp with. Um, And then it kind of goes the other way uh, as well for, I'm sure, I, I know Aggro's talked about it a lot, but having to buff a character above average to where the pros then want to play it. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same issue of, we haven't played with, say, Cthulhu in six months. Yep. And now Cthulhu's been buffed four times in a row over three months. Okay, now let's start drafting him. And then that brings in, like, oh, do we still have to... Or do we have to start thinking about, like, Morrigan comps? Do we have to start thinking about, like, yellow damage comps? Like, how are we going to kill the Cthulhu? Do we have to start drafting walls now? And once you start picking Cthulhu, other teams start picking Cthulhu. And then that opens up a whole can of worms and scrims of, do we even want to play this and show other teams how good it is? Because then they'll start playing it, then other teams will start playing it in scrims. So it just opens up that door as well. Um, so yeah, back to the original question. It just depends on how annoying a character is for me. Um, I know, like, gods like Freya as well, like, gods that only have damage in their kits are really frustrating to play against because they're either above the threshold of killing you or they're below the threshold. It's, it's like, it's been Ryzen's whole identity for I don't know how long. He's either, like, OP, picked every game, or, like, you don't see him for half of a year yep yeah uh it, yeah it just depends on the god's annoying factor for tldr you know yeah I've, yeah the, i think that's that's almost like that's that's pretty similar to i think i think that ties into what i'm saying with the some gods just can't be like you can't have them at 50 percent because at 50 percent mm-hmm. they feel unbalanced it's true um, yep. and i think i think that that's really fair and i think we've we've been trying to take steps to identify those characters better i think that there is uh there are some things that we've done in the past to be able to identify that but um there's some there's some cool kind of i i was lucky enough to get a bunch of people respond to like a effectively a poll that i put up on twitter about which characters they thought were like the most needing of getting nerfed and looking at those kind of results we're able to pull out a few more things that kind of more often <laughs> you have a, a really cute dancing dog behind you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, me? Trust me, it was happening. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just some things that, that kind of stood out as being like, oh yeah, this is like definitely a thing that just... One of the things that I'll, I'll spell light beans on is that from at least what we were seeing, characters that were, for whatever reason... If they were had well for whatever reason, if their if their kind of curve was earlier in the game, if that's where they performed better, they were just mm-hmm. more likely to be a character identified as needing a nerf, even if they had the exact same win rate, right? And I think that one's kind of a little bit intuitive to understand. You're always going to be seeing the early game of a character. Not every game mm-hmm. gets to late, uh, but just small things like that to pick up on and try to find better and better ways to identify. 
Uh, so yeah, I I would agree. I'd I'd say as as a even not at a pro level, you know, you're talking about all the the drafting picks of Walls, Cthulhu, all that stuff. My thoughts don't get that far. I'm just like ah, I don't really want to play against Freya right now. <laughs> I've actually I've actually if you could look at my ranked like ban logs for the last three months, maybe I've banned Susano every single game I'm in. For the last three months, not a good character. I just refuse to play in. Well, I think I think he's pretty good, but yeah. obviously, but I I just refuse to play in the same game as that god. Yeah, uh, and my life is better for it. I'm happier. <laughs> I'm living more stress free. Mm-hmm. It's uh, nice. yes. Thank you. Use your therapy. That's <laughs> exactly exactly exactly. Yeah. I'm seeking my peace by doing that. Yeah, uh, I'm, well, we've got a way I'm to help with way. that as well, Max. I gotta tell you, this is <laughs> oh, so no easy way. for me. This show <laughs> is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, I was gonna talk about a whole different thing right now, but when you see the oppor- when the lob goes up, you <laughs> slam it down. You know that's that's just how it goes. Uh, you simply have to listen. Holidays are coming up. This time of year is a lot of fun uh, for many for many people. It you know it's seeing family, but. It's also very, very stressful. It definitely is for us. You know, we always go home to Pittsburgh and both my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family since they're divorced uh, and my wife's family. We have three families we have to go to for all uh, Christmas things and it's great and I love it. And I also like dread it every year because it's just so much stress and so much like, you know, are we going here enough? Are we seeing these people enough? All that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I always get really stressed this time of year. Uh, and let's just say my therapist is, uh, is well acquainted with our holiday stresses because this is definitely something that I've talked with her a lot and it's always been really, really helpful. Um, so, you know, this, this time of year can just be that type of stress, uh, generator for a lot of people. And if that's the case for you, then I highly, highly, highly suggest you try out better help. Uh, they can, help you give therapy a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is really great. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com backliners today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash backliners. Big shout outs to them. Um, Okay, before that, I was going to say, I had such another dunk. I had to choose between my two alley-oops. Um, it was that Barra had stumbled upon the secret fourth P. Did you know oh, there's wow. a fourth P, Max? I didn't. I, I, I just, it looks like Barra doesn't even know that there's I mean, a no, secret fourth P. No one P, knew that there was a fourth P. he discovered it. It's <laughs> preference. It's preference. You, know, oh, you want to play against yeah. them. If, you, if they're popular characters, if you don't like them. Uh, you know, and that yeah. and preference can extend, uh, even to, to the people on the balance team. And that's why I think like, you know, people make a lot of comments about, oh, it seems like some of these changes, these buffs are just like random and they aren't, they are really centered around, um, perception pro performance. Um, and if you don't want to use some of those three, then all you're asking for are buffs based on the secret fourth P, which is preference. And I don't think that that's like necessarily what people want to be happening. You know, you don't want to just be at the mercy mm-hmm. of, I hope 
our designers like you know my gods or whatever and you know there's always the memes of like the mage mains yeah exactly that's all like having me and clumsy here and all that kind of stuff and like it's i think some people do take it seriously which is you know whatever um but we definitely do consider the frustration of playing against these uh gods heavily um and we can use those to you know if a character is in need of a slight touching and we can go ahead and nerf the most frustrating part of their kit then that's usually a spot that we want to go to i mean Mm -hmm. i think you can look no further than vimana getting absolutely (laughs) gutted yep and put in a timeout cell uh (laughs) after his uh rise to prominence earlier this year and and i think that the preference associated with that is that playing against his all feels like a very small kind of like space of counterplay that isn't even really that intuitive uh and uh that boy has been dead for a minute now and i think it's generally preferred that way (laughs) um and maybe there's a world where that can be kind of revisited and that character can can kind of be explored but there's no way that he you know goes back to where he was before in the way he was before because that caused such a what i will describe as like a long-standing preference bias that will exist Mm -hmm. for a while now Mm -hmm. uh so i i agree i agree i think that i think that preferences and that's one that's really hard that's that's where the variance will always come from right we're we're never going to be able to account for everyone's preference the one thing that I'm I, I'm gonna say associated with preference, right? And this is this I I do not mean to say this as a shot to mm. the instant reactions of patch notes, mm. but the amount of times that the perception of balance changes are based on the way that they're read the very first time, and they are you know hyped up to be one thing because a certain character or whatever, and then five days after the patch drops. Uh, no one's even playing the character. No one's playing the god. It's happened enough times that I'm convinced that, like, there is just that there is that you know secret fourth P. This preference that's like, oh yeah, that has to be broken. Surely yeah. that's broken. The character mm-hmm. is annoying as anything, and then it goes live and it's like, oh yeah, they're not that good. It's fine. But the but the statement was already made, and it's tough to to counteract that once it's already felt. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the I tough, mean, a good, a good example was Apollo getting his spicy changes. You know, the, the reaction was so intense. Yep. I'm like, this has got to be so OP. We heavily nerfed him in that first bonus. Uh, and by the time that patch came around, um, it was very obvious that he was not super OP. Uh, but yep. because we are uh, beholden to a schedule, uh, which is not, you know, anything out of the ordinary in game development, um we just end up looking a little out of touch but if we we oftentimes have these discussions of can we afford to wait here like if we think okay we really don't think that there's a lot of smoke you know there's not a a lot of fire behind the smoke like can we just wait the that extra two weeks to see what people think uh and that's really what it comes down to is like if we think we will get there's no world in which people aren't mad it's just are people more mad that we did it too Mm -hmm. early or more mad that we did it too late and that's just kind of case by case basis 
Um, but there's an example of one where we felt like we would get more frustration if we were late on it because there was so much intense feedback right away on patch notes and then during that PTS cycle um, that we decided to go to, to make sure that it was in there and then, you know, lo and behold, Chernabog still top pick, top bang mm. months later. Uh, and no one said a single thing about those Chernabog changes, I feel like. Like the, you know, Bear, I know we talked about them because you're in ABC mm. main and we've got this podcast, but like, you know, there, there weren't Reddit threads about Chernabog. Uh, and there weren't, like, when I was watching back patch notes reviews by, you know, Incon, Weekend, like, you know, I, I always try and watch those um from a lot of different content creators like they were all still so high like hopped up on the apollo change that the turn of change like wasn't even on the radar uh but we knew like internally i remember us talking max and we were like surely turn is the better hunter after this right like he's it's not insane. even close surely he's insane uh, and he was uh, and it turns out Looking, what was his numbers right after that spicy change? Oh was it God. three seconds on the two? Uh, no, what I think it was, was five or six. It was five, okay. Yeah, it was five. Okay, or it six. wasn't as crazy. It, no, it was cab that that was taken down. Right, it was cab. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Though I, no, I the... to go ahead, Barry. I remember playing the Chernobyl and Apollo, and like after that patch, I think we talked about it on the podcast, or maybe it was just like with my team. I was like. Uh, I think both of these are going to be OP. And then after playing like a week, I was like, yeah, Apollo's just still bad, unfortunately. <laughs> and it's it's so crazy because like the changes on paper, like I was one of the guys saying like, oh yeah, these changes are ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. he's going to feel so good. And the situations that he like, he got buffed and felt better, but it wasn't like he was like really overpowered or really just destroying everyone. Um, whereas the Trinobug change you could really feel it when you played him but the apollo change it was just like you would still dunk in and die like the sure. character's flaw <laughs> was still there of him just like okay i'm gonna have a big ult here and then you get the big ult and you just instantly die and that's i think in the past seasons you could play apollo that way and have these big dunks and make space but now everyone's so experienced against that style of play where also i think a lot of Apollo players, including myself, weren't really good at Apollo, like, timing the ult, because you, after the change, you really want to rush it, and the mm -hmm. best way to play Apollo is you just wait, and wait, and wait, and wait, until people, like, semi-forget about you in the air, and then you come down. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's still, like, it's still, like, his core issue, in my opinion. The, to give you that your flowers, me. whenever whenever I think about Apollo ult, I do think about you renegades like season six or seven whatever it was mm -hmm. that that set where apollo just like was insane so yeah no i think and i think that i think that that style of play and that style of apollo is so cool and i think that's why people mm -hmm. wanted it to be good as well because i think that that is a fun style of smite that that people like watching and people like engaging with but a point that you made which is really hard to account for is that everyone's so much better now like you take so any pro better. team from this year against any world championship team from like yep. season three to one demolished Smash. just absolutely yep. cooked right yep. uh mm -hmm. and i i think that there's those things that that change and and one of the things that you know the balance team has to contend with is okay everyone has gotten better from those points can you even try to go back to that style of play 
pushing that style on a, on a, on a god or is there a way that you can recreate a similar style by by getting creative with balance mm -hmm. and this is to the when you said earlier aggro that preference you don't want preference to to be uh affecting balance i think that's true for the majority of balance patches but i think that what players have kind of shown is that the place where at least the, i take the biggest backseat as far as hey this is how you actually get a character into a balance on the three p's standpoint is those kind of you know new season new year patches where mm. finding those kind of preference points to go okay this is actually what i think is cool and what i think is fun game design let's just go for it and see what happens mm -hmm. and i think that i'm gonna ask you this vera as someone who's you know obviously played at a pro level for a, for a long time i'm sure that there is a level of excitement that comes from a character that was either really good or really bad getting its switch completely flipped and having to relook mm -hmm. at the entire landscape of the roster in a different way Oh yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, and I also feel like, in terms of preference, I think I was the only pro ADC that really enjoyed the CERN Ishtar meta. Mm -hmm. I That was like one of my most fun ADC metas ever. Because like, <laughs> I feel like they were both good in teamfights, and they were both, you could both solo each other at kind of any given point. And I remember talking about that on like a round table of uh adcs and i said that was like the best pro meta and everyone else in the round table is like you're an idiot basically <laughs> like, why would you think that and i was like the the adcs are good at, like every point like i'll take that over like the the cern or not cern but like the rama cupid meta mm -hmm. anytime like that meta yeah. is awful you both just ult at the same time and that's it yeah um, yeah i i have a preference towards um the Hard swaps if it's between phases mm. uh, of characters. If it's right before a LAN, I get a little annoyed or a little frustrated because I'm like, that's true. The way we practiced for so long is now irrelevant, mm. and I think it might have happened this year. I oh, think. it definitely did. It definitely uh, did. Multiple times, I, I th think. I think with like the Titans being unleashed, I think. That was for Summerland. I yeah, think. yeah. The the stuff like that is yeah. That I'll tell you. I'll just say it right now. That makes the God and Item Balance team. That makes the job difficult at times. Yeah, that's <laughs> like that being introduced. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's fun for between phases, but um, I think the similar thing happened like. It was way callback. Like, season one with, like, Alquang. Yep. Uh, I That character got released. I don't... I was pretty close to Worlds, but every team coming in was just like, okay, what do we do with this character? Which, I think from the outside looking in, it's super fun. Like, yep. you're like, oh my gosh, how's Alquang gonna do? And for the fans watching, it's like, oh my gosh, Titans are gonna be unleashed during SPL games? Like, how is this gonna change everything? And as a pro player, you're like... I don't want to deal with this. Like, I just... We've been playing Smite a certain way for the last, like, few weeks. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, like, a month. And it's like, now we got to deal with this variable? Like, it's just, like, more macro, more headaches, almost. But some teams are going to be like, oh my gosh. It depends if it's, like, a macro change or a god change, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Like, something on the map. or so And obviously, some teams are going to be more accustomed to a certain god. We'll throw out Uller. 
some sure. people love Uller and will flex it and they'll be very happy. And other teams will be like, oh, I don't want to play this pick. And me. Yeah. Um, I don't want to play that pick. Yeah, I bro. Holy. Actually, if, if it was with you and Van, if Uller, <laughs> if it was Uller meta, you guys were kind of cooked, right? Neither of you are really Uller no. players. Vin started playing it, and then I tried to play that character so much, like smurfing on yeah. casuals and smurfing in ranked and everything. I was just like, it just does not fit my style for some reason. Like, That's so I funny. tried so hard, and it just, I would always try to solo people at the wrong time or kind of get this like older syndrome almost in my head of just like, you want to jump in, you want to act because you know that going for 360s, done. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You've had it happen to you so many times, you're like, it's so easy, just hit the axe yeah. and then you'll win the fight. And yeah. then you hit the axe and you're like, oh, I'm dead. Like, and Were then you're like, you an Uller player before the axe throw change? Yes. I thought you were. I've got, yeah. I've what got was like, the... okay, this is me showing my lack of knowledge. Project... What it was the... projectile speed. Um, yeah. It was made faster or slower? It was made slow. It was made faster. No, it was made faster, mm -hmm. wasn't it? The basically the how it was before is you would be able to click it and then aim afterwards. Uh, so if I, I if I click this oh, way, I can okay. then stop you can trace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that kind of always turned into like a fifty-fifty because you would kind of react to the sound and then juke off of it, and right. then now. Uh, right when you click is when the ability comes out, obviously. Um, yeah. And I just, it it's just so deep in my head. Like, I don't know if you guys heard me, but like, I literally have like 2.5k worshippers on Uller, and I've played him like four or five times on my main since that change. Like, that I played crazy. him so much You before. have 197 ranked games with Uller. Yeah. Wow, he's I, he's checking you. He's got he's got I, you checked up. No, I I I I have a fun game Uller. to play. I have yeah. a fun game to play. Eventually, I was waiting to pick my yes. moment and I do wait, wait, number I do, dropping the exact amount of Uller games you have in in ranked. That's really uh, was the right moment for that. <laughs> that sounds really fun. I have one question that I did want to get to. Uh, and I knew we were going to go long. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to uh, derail you right now. You're talking about Uller, and I was interested no, to hear it. He's an ADC. Like he doesn't. It's it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's fine, guys. I'm not even here. I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on, uh, and again, there's something totally springing on you that we maybe I should have asked beforehand, but oh, if yeah. we don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. I just want to get your thoughts on. There are a lot of games in League of Legends. Is obviously a game that we get compared to a lot. Another MOBA. Um, their API is fully available. Um, mm -hmm. their, their win rates across ranks, across regions, all that kind of stuff is all yeah. publicly available information. And I think that drastically having, you know, we've got some amount of our API available, you know, Smite Guru and yep. um, Smite Master, I think is the other one that is, is good. And those sites are close, but not exact. Um, how do you think having the partially available like win rate data to players mm. versus fully accurate win rate numbers? Uh, how do you think that affects like player perception? So, so, so to clarify, what what we have is uh, those sites work on a similar way that I I spoke previously to like how I made my videos. Mm -hmm. They pull from an API that stores a recent subsection of data. And then they store a backlog themselves uh, 
However, the public API, uh, I'm not sure. It does give information on every match play. That's why you can see your entire match history on Smite Guru, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, however, the let's let's say the the way that that has been rolled out and maintained over the years has put it in a place where it can't be fully leveraged to create such in-depth information such as what like league and dota have i don't actually know if dota has i just know league does Mm -hmm. um so it is accurate the information that smite guru has and that smite masters has those are accurate sources uh however I think that the big difference is that because it is these snapshots and they're kind of like saving it to their back end and nothing has really been built out that goes like, hey, here's the most up-to-date, like detailed level of statistical analysis on each character that exists for those other games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I think that it's it's both good and bad, right? Like Smite, let's let's, you know, be real and let's be self-aware with what Smite is. Smite is a snappy highly competitive like highly fun moba but it is one of its like big selling points is that it is a little bit easier and a little bit more casual than dota and league right Mm -hmm. and and i think that the appetite at least and i don't know if it's on the game's end if it's on kind of developer end or if it's on you know the end of third-party developers and but there isn't a big draw in the Smite player base to look for outside information. Mm-hmm. Because if there was, then Smite Masters would be referenced much more frequently. Because the data there is pretty good. I and there's a lot of times... like never on Reddit. And it really exactly. surprises me, to be honest. Yeah, and I've I've had conversations where I've asked someone, like, who do you think the best god in the game is right now? Like, numbers-wise, who do you think the best god in the game is? And I'll sit in their Twitch chat and they'll give me 20 god names and none of them will crack like the top 10. Nope. And then I'll tell them, oh yeah, it's Thanatos. Mm-hmm. And they're like, really? And then I'm like, go check. I like send them this my master's link. And they're like, are you serious? And like at every level of rank play, it's like 58% win rate. And they're like, I had no idea. And I was like, well, it, the information's out there, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it, it's a two-edged sword. Yeah, we don't have the same like level of depth. And maybe if that depth existed, then it would have kind of become ingrained into like the smite player base mindset of how to look at the game but i think that we are a more approachable game for a reason and the general mindset of players is that i don't necessarily want to get too deep into the weeds i just want to go on vibes and have a good time and and Mm -hmm. their person shoot some stuff at people and that's how most people start playing this game so uh yeah i think i think that where there is opportunities to do stuff is i always think that because of that and again maybe another thing too is console right console players they're already on a different platform so they're not going to it's a different Mm -hmm. game and a different so we have all these different things happening which is why the more stuff that can be i've seen more people reference their own like character win rate page on their god page not that frequently but it exists then i've seen like smite masters linked yeah me too and Mm -hmm. i think that the more one of the things that, you know, I, I like looking at as best as possible is just, like, what can we do game side to try to bring more information to the player? But that's, you know, stuff for the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it 
I'm I'm happy that we that our player base is not so numbers obsessed. I think that's a big you know I'm uh, I play I pay very close attention to what League of Legends community is is talking about and all that kind of stuff. And I just like can't help but laugh whenever you know you'll see a post in their subreddit about um, I'm a you know diamond I'm an NA diamond uh, fizz one trick. And this character is dead because he has a 47% win rate in Korea Challenger. And I'm like, that's not your games. Like, it, mm-hmm. your games are not the same. That is basically yep. console to X, like console to PC. Like, region changes are so different, like, uh, in, in League in particular. But, like, you know, if we, the fact, I, I can have some sympathy for their balance team that, uh, there, there are oftentimes changes. A, a character needs to be changed, and we know that, okay? But we know what the right change is for the health of the character in the long term. And then we know what players are asking for, for that change. And when they're aligned, we are super stoked because it, it makes our job very easy. When they aren't aligned, that's really tough. And I can imagine that that separation is very intense uh, in that room because those players often will use data from Korean solo queue for, to inform their gold European ranked games. Uh, <laughs> and it like baffles me to laugh. The, it like, it makes me like chuckle the lack of like self-awareness there is. And like citing that data uh, right for them. Um, well, you have to think that, they all know that one day they can become Korean challenger mm-hmm. level players as well. Like, right. If they just have they, one ping, like, if, like the Korean server does, had, that's the only thing that's different. You know? That's the thing that's holding them back. Exactly. Right. I think that There's it's... There's so a, many fakers in the world. Yeah. There's so <laughs> many. Dude, it, can you... Their run has been crazy. I don't know if you guys have been watching League Worlds. Uh, uh, Faker, dude... He's going to win this. Has game. he been doing well? Yeah, they're in the finals. Okay, yeah. um, they're in the that's, finals. That's exciting. I know that there was a lot of sad Faker fans when he lost last year. The year last before year, yeah, last year. Um, okay, Max, yeah. you, had a, you had a game. You had a quick little game for us. Yes? I have a game. I have a game. Uh, it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead in quickly. It just, it's uh, basically the most joy I get out of my job is having really good Smite players be wrong about things. It's true. Uh, and I'd, I'd say that I'd say you're, both, you're both pretty good Smite players. Um, just generalized question, just to start kind of off the top, kind of light. Who do you think the most, and this, the, the crazy thing about the question I'm about to ask you is that it is close. The difference is in the under 10,000, who by match game count is the most played ranked God of all time. The God that has been in the most ranked matches since ranked's inception. Boy, that the is second a place really god really is within question. ten thousand. That is a within really 10, good question. I have my guess. Wait. I don't want. I want Barry to guess first. I think. Wait, can I look up Smite gods or is that cheating? No, you can look like, at the Smite like gods. You can, if you want to look at the okay. god list, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Now you're gonna go look at Smite masters. Look yeah, at the like number. Yeah, that's side. exactly where I'm going. <laughs> Dude, just while Barry's looking at the for the god list and deciding on his pick, we were looking at our Smite guru pages earlier this week, or maybe it was late last week. I cannot believe, I'm still floored. I cannot believe, I have a negative win rate on Giannis. I used to be a Giannis one trick. What? I'm win really rate? good at that god. How How do I have a negative win rate on that god? I'm. He, he must be terrible. Giannis plus incoming. 
the one uh, the one thing that I will tell you is that Smite Guru has uh the their time horizon is uh it's cut off at like season three or something like that. Oh well, that's what uh, I was the doing. Data the majority pulled, of my work was season two, and I'm not even the, kidding. The data that I've pulled from is complete like historical data, so I actually mm -hmm. know what your Janus win rate is. Is it positive historically? Can you tell me? Is it positive? Yeah, I'm. Is it later? I, okay. Is it we're, later in the game? we're skipping ahead yeah, to the second oh, section. I cannot wait oh, for that. I cannot wait for that game. <laughs> uh, that part of the game. Okay, I'm my guess, Thor. I was gonna go Neath. See, okay, Neath is the answer to the most games ever because she's the free god. She's, right, she's the free god. she's the free. Yeah. She's the uh, she is not. She is she is the tenth most played, and Thor is the fourth most played. Fourth. So you both got top ten. You okay, got top ten, which is which is good. It would have been honestly, it's not an embarrassing answer from either of you. Both of them are within. There are uh, sixteen gods with over two million ranked games. Wow. And, okay, can I have a, uh, one more? I've got one more guess. Yeah, you both get one more. Okay, Barry, you go first for the second one. Oh wait, no. Uh, you uh, you well, went I mean, first. I'm gonna go first this time. Uh, I'm going Poseidon. Okay. I'm gonna. I'll go raw. Okay, you're sticking. Though. You're sticking. You're sticking with the uh, the free gods. The raw guess is a little bit more embarrassing, unfortunately. I knew for it was you. gonna be embarrassing. Uh, I'm not kidding. Yeah, Raw, 22nd, 20 22nd, 20 it's God. like not end of the world. Uh, <laughs> Poseidon, Poseidon's fifth, so you're staying in the top five. Okay, who is it? I grow. None of you have gotten top three, though, yet. I'll give you, okay, one okay, last one. One, one more? Yeah, third lives. Okay. Three strikes, you know, we got a baseball theme. Three right. strikes, are out. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, so it's got to be a season, I feel like it's got to be, a, it, it would be, this would be really interesting if it isn't, like, if this is a season two release, like, that would be insane. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to mm -hmm. guess like the oldest characters. And it's got to be a free god, I feel like. Um, chat has some guesses. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I like either of those. Yeah, I was gonna say Ymir or Ra. That was my no, second guess. No, it could but be. Of... Wait, this is ranked conquest, right? Or is it all ranked, ranked modes? conquest? Okay, okay. It's ranked conquest, not all ranked modes. I thought I was it about does... to break the system here, what? but I'm not. Um, what do noobs love? Okay, this is not... <laughs> no, that, love, can't, yeah. that can't be right. Um, okay, wait. I, we just gotta keep it moving here. Uh, it's... Kakulkin. Kakulkin. Okay, interesting. Uh, I think I'm, I'm just gonna go with Ymir. I... I so I so how that. how quickly the uh the the tides turn in Barra's favor. Um Ymir is the third most played ranked god of all time. Really? Uh top 3 uh not top 2. Kakulkin, on the other hand 40th. You've really undercut any Bro. Well he was Alquang. <laughs> he was Alquang. That surely no, got no, it. No. <laughs> no, yeah, okay, no, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Well, if you it's add amazing. in Alquang's games, surely he's number 1. If you add in Alquang, if you add in Al Kwong, he wouldn't even be number one. Okay, <laughs> he's combined it. those two. Oh, he'd no. be he'd be like eighth. Uh, number two is Athena. Uh, wow, with... really? I was yeah. thinking about that, but I haven't seen her in like years. Recency bias, like. man. Exactly. You, you go, yeah. yeah. Uh, and number yeah. one, and you guys really should have guessed this. I'm going to tell you, this character has been the most picked god in like so many seasons. It is Janus. It is the number one vote, bro. Yeah, that and is it's crazy. It is it is hysterical what? 
because your face is the correct reaction because he's rocking a lifetime ranked win rate of 44.9%. <laughs> yep. I remember that. Something that we, that like, it was much more fun whenever balance meetings were in person. Someone would come to a balance meeting for the first time and they, we would keep the screen off well, that where normally we would like project all the stats. Um, we'd keep the screen off and go, all right, like who's a God do you think we should nerf? Uh, and almost everyone would say Giannis, almost every single person. Uh, yeah. and then, what? or it'd be like Arthur, you know, um, a little bit later on, you know, any of those gods and they'd go, what gods need buff? And they'd be like, Oh, Hades is terrible. Arachne, complete trash. Be like, okay, cool. Turn on the screen. Hades, yeah. Arachne, one, two, Giannis, King Arthur, one twenty, like one nineteen, one twenty. you know? Uh, and then their minds would always get blown. Um, that Giannis is, uh, for reference, because I do have it in order. The second worst, you've had, you, the second worst ranked god of all time, and King Arthur is the worst. Number one, yep. I'll bet you Thoth is bottom five, uh, and uh, bottom ten, bottom ten, bottom ten. Okay, I'll bet you Kamazoth is really low. Like all of these pro uh, abuse characters, like they're always terrible. Um, Cam, Cam was a little the, better, but the general uh, player base. you were cooking at the start there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I should have stopped. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say Maman is off to a, a potentially historic start with her ranked win rate, but Let's low go. games. Play. Let's go. We love uh, historically bad. Uh, bottom. No, I, yeah, no. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll I'll do it really quickly. You guys get one guess at, uh, for this each. Just top win rate, best historically like it doesn't mean best now just like which one has won the most ranked games which god has won the most ranked games no no not, not by count by by win rate by count oh yeah his, the best be percentage yeah. uh yeah in ranked okay so that means smaller smaller sample size might actually be good barry you want to go first nike great guess huh? absolutely phenomenal guess that was gonna it, it, it was between her and hades for me so i'll go hades mm-hmm. You, uh, I should ask you guys this first. You guys both look like geniuses right now. Nike won Hades too. Genuinely. Let's genuinely. Go. Welcome to the Let's Battle go. Podcast. You guys cooked. <laughs> That's what we got. Podcast. Let's go. Well wow. done, team. Well done. That's crazy. Yeah, no. Nike is the perennial god that's good, but no one thinks is good. Yes, she uh, is always... She has literally, like, never been the bottom... Outside, of, I don't think that she's ever been outside of the top third of the cast uh, in win rate, as yeah. far as I can remember. She's, she's, she's nuts, and there's some... Uh, it's a whole other podcast, but there's... Nike's an interesting character with interesting stories behind her. Yes. I'll move on. Uh, Agro, I've pulled all of your numbers as well. This is so uh, and oh, I no. want Bera to guess oh, your man. best and worst god. That's so good. Okay, yeah. Uh, but oh. Uh, oh, uh, limited to... Limited, limited to... Uh, at least 20 games played, let's say. Sure. So, yeah. Best and worst of all time? Ranked of all time. Okay, okay, okay. Let's see. Max, if you could start pulling, like, scrim numbers, like, private map <laughs> data, that would be so <laughs> good for this content. That would be I, incredible. I, so, I, I I could, from if it's on live, I could pull custom matches. Um, it would, it, I would... If you wanted to bring me back on for uh, some scrim stats, I could definitely break it down. Whoa, in that the would future, be but... incredible. We would we need to have there should we should do a whole esports series with you, like 
I'm gonna get Hindu. I, I, be, I, Hindu man's gonna be calling you up pretty soon. We're gonna fly you in just to just to do these videos. That'd be so. Imagine if you could see what Zapman's career scrim KDA was like. People I, would pay I can. I can. Money for that. Is, is, is it all PTS? Are scrims mostly on PTS no, or are they on live? Mostly on live. Yeah, mostly on live. I can. Well, I can pull. I can pull from live. Yeah. I can pull from both screw. actually, but it just it's hard to pull them. That'd together. be incredible content. That'd be incredible. Oh my god. Bro, Harry's scrim KDA, oh. like, oh man, get his Agni KDA. Only. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go Poseidon for best god. I'm just okay. shooting shot in the dark. You know, kind of like Xbox character. Mm-hmm. Um, worst god, I think I would have to pick like a warrior. Let me go look at the warriors. Big mistake. I'm a six all winner. Um, I never like say that's, that's a lie. A lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, uh, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I would say Hercules would be your worst. Big okay, that's you, you picked one of my only good warriors. Surely, my oh, no, actually, oh my I ran down a lot of games. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think, I think Hercules, uh, I think Hercules, uh, is doing okay. But I don't think oh. you actually meet the sample size on main with Herc. Mm, uh, that yeah, being said, well, uh, what I'll say is Poseidon was a good pick for best. Uh, 88, well, no, it's a 63% win rate uh, on Poseidon. That's pretty good. Out of pretty first good. sample size characters, like top five. So yeah, that's, that's a good pick. The, the best answer was Nemesis it's... and then Zeus. Wait, my Nemesis win rate's actually better? That's crazy. Very, it's low sample size, but it just crossed over. Okay. But then it's Zeus. My Zeus, uh, your, my Zeus stats are crazy. No. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty nuts. You're you're hovering around seventy five percent lifetime. Wow. With like, a about... lot of games, you don't have to give the exact number, but like not a yeah. small sample size. Yeah. Uh, on on because it's separate console and then console plus mm. uh, PC. Mm-hmm. They're from different queues, but we're talking like over hundred type of thing like a good nice chunky sample size of zeus games played and 75 no Tell you're me, Barry, if it was a zeus meta back in the day w- the team was in a good spot you know all right well, now aggro guess for okay. barra <laughs> guess for me wait oh, who was no. my worst sorry barra I, Bar- I, I, I cut you off oh sorry then that's wait barra what were you saying yeah I, I was wondering what his worst was uh and you said the worst was the... the second <laughs> Yeah, my nemesis was very okay. good. I'm a good. I'm a beast nem for sure. Uh, okay. uh, your worst is honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? that, is, that is not surprising. That meets that me, that meets the sample size. Yeah. Uh, and then Uller. <laughs> you were okay. You were that's criminal. Listen, Honor is yeah. just that character that, like, if I feel like if I'm not, I can't get bored on Honor because, like, if I get bored on Hachiman, what am I gonna do? Like. I can't right. even in that effectively on, on her. I can start, I can start getting bored and by bored. I mean like itching to take a bad fight mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. two levels of the game. Every other character I've got to win. Yeah, once you get your jump leveled, you know, right. you have to use it. I yeah. have to yeah. use it. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, that is big time. Uh, okay. I get to guess for Barry now. You get, get to guess for Barry. Uh, Honestly, Barry's numbers are a lot easier for me to read just because uh, he's awful. stuck to one one uh, system. Thank right. you, Barry. Um, I did it for you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Best God for Barry in ranked. 
Now, my Again, first over 20 is, games, because you've got yeah, a few, like, one-game hundreds, all this stuff, yeah. Right. Um, I think, like, something like Jingwei obviously comes to mind. Um, but I don't think it is going to be Jingwei. Um, I think it was really grief by Barry to not pick, like, my signature god. So I do think I need to still pick a signature god for Barry. Um, and I'm going to go with the god who's combo he created uh and that's soul um mm. i'm gonna go soul is his best soul soul's a good pick uh soul is fourth or fifth uh depending if you count the top okay. ones so, yeah is top, that, top five can i ask this is it uh is that hit, like one of his top hunters uh or like 80 well you know she's obviously a magical yeah player, like... so so out of your top five gods uh four are hunters and uh one is a guardian and it's actually your top god that meets the sample size oh so it's either so there's only two options here okay it's either and i would i'm gonna look really dumb (laughs) because i feel really confident it is absolutely either ganesh or shing chen oh my god you are wrong (laughs) what how those are the Uh, only two guardians i've ever seen barry play in his life uh uh ganesh and jing chen uh I don't even know where these are, dude. Um, I'm sorry. Has he even played a single ranked match with Ganesh? <laughs> what are you? Oh, mean? you know he has. He has. He has. Yeah, 65, 46% win rate. Okay, uh, that doesn't Shang, sound that wrong to be honest. I just figured uh, it would have to be consensus. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, top guardian for you over 20 games is Geb. 26 Geb. games played, 17 wins. You're such 65. an Ionic fan, boy. Going yep. dev all the time. That god's OP. That god. <laughs> Bro, I just think of you playing Shing Chen, doing absolutely nothing in a team fight, but living and going, "This god is OP." <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you like won so their much. guardian. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's I was gonna knee staff Brock. True. Um, okay, so his top god, if it's a hunter, um, I am going to go Apollo. Yeah. No. Uh, again, wrong. But most games play. That's fun. Uh, uh honestly here's the thing to to give you props it looks like you have i don't know like 10 hunters that are all above 60 percent win rate in ranked mm-hmm. so they're all really tightly grouped as far as sure. like the actual performance goes apollo is out of the adcs yeah about 10th um interesting all right who's, the, who's I'll, I'll give you i'll give you oh, no, i'll give ahead. you three, three and two i'll give you three and two it's soul uh at four three is amc two is scotty and number oh, one is a god that guess. got a lot of play, I think, last season. I think Ooh. it was season nine that this character got a lot of shine. Ooh, that's a good hint. Um, this god list I'm looking at is sorted by Pantheon. That's not good for me. Um, god who got a lot of play last year. Uh, I'm going to go... Oh. Is it Cernanos? Not Cern. Is it it's Chiron. Chiron. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. 65.3, narrowly squeaking out Scotty at 64.7. I don't think he's uh, lowest... a Chiron player, Barry. Oh, you, I, you play, yeah, you played, you played, I, I, I remember watching you play Chiron. I think you were one of the only ones playing Chiron in the SPL at a certain point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lowest Hunter is the same as lowest character that meets requirements, except for Nuwa with a 30%. You've entered wow. on Nuwa more than any other character. But uh, the lowest hunter is right at Ganesh. Uh, right at Ganesh. Uh, yeah. Well, Uller is the first guess. 
It's not Uller. It's not Uller. Wow, someone. I don't worse? think he meets the sample size. Yeah, I guess the last not. Eight years. <laughs> um, worse than Uller is a hunter. Uh, I'm going to go Cupid. Cupid, Cupid was cooking, man. Sixty-two point seven. I don't know. Uh, Freya, you're Barry, you got an on. idea? Uh, I would go Heim. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, that's a good he knows one. himself. Heim is your only hunter sub fifty percent. Yep. I remember playing Heim in ranked, and I was like, it doesn't matter how good I do, I cannot win a game on this character. Like yeah. every mm-hmm. single game, I'm like, why can I not win? Just on like this me character? and Giannis. Yeah, just like yeah. That's Giannis. that's yeah. exact same. Exact same. <laughs> You, you guys are so similar. Yeah, we're basically the same person. Can you uh, can you check for me, Max? I had a feel. I have a feeling about my Hades win rate. What's uh? Yeah. Was I cooking it up on on the Hades? On Hades, let's take a look. Uh. Uh yeah yeah you were cooking, uh just above sixty <laughs> percent. Yeah, I feel like I can't lose on that god, to be honest. Like, even more, yeah. I honestly and feel like Zeus and Hades are my two freest wins. Yeah, it was just above Poseidon, so. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, that checks out. For sample size, definitely kind of one of your most up there characters. What's my uh, Atlas win loss? <laughs> your Atlas win loss. <laughs> I went through a phase where I absolutely loved this character. Yeah, no, you you have a you have a, it's it's just below sample size, but you have a seventy percent win rate on Atlas. Holy cow, Barry! No yeah. wonder you were loving him. You were you were killing it. Yeah. yeah, I I just I felt like I could do so much in a team fight with that character, and then whenever I play Heim, I'd be like, I can't do anything. I can't win. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just hitting <laughs> yeah. people in front of me, and then I just lose the game. Do you think, yeah. Barra, if you would have just convinced your team to let you play Atlas ADC, you'd still have a job in this Spike Pro League? I, I would have cooked. I would have gone crazy. If, I, if, if, if they would have allowed me to play anything outside of the Hunter tab, I would have cooked. It's true. Only this, Atlas. This guy would have been insane. Yep. There uh, is there are a few players who I would trust less outside of the Hunter tab. <laughs> than you, to be fair, exactly. They would have exactly. never seen it coming. They would you would have gotten it locked in, and it would have been like the first time Funball played John Kui. It would have been like, what is going on? But then yep. actually he went off, uh, which is what you would have done. Um, exactly. Of on that. No, we'll never know. All right. Any more fun? So, uh, any more yeah, fun ones? I have, a, I have a finale. Yeah. I have a finale Perfect. to it, uh, which I'm very excited to ask you guys about. Yeah. You have. Both of you queued into each other on live eight times. Mm. You have queued against each other like in a live like queued match that's eight crazy. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, well on on our mains. On your mains, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've hit a this, lot of your games. All these all story. these numbers. I should I should have I should have prefaced well, all this. This is all on mains. Uh, okay. I know that uh, Agro has a prolific uh, Smurf account. It's true. Um, those are those are void from this on your mains you've queued into each other eight times mm-hmm. uh two arenas two assaults and four ranked conquest games wow i wow. want I, either either all modes or just ranked conquest you guys your your preference i want you guys to each individually tell me what you think your record is against the other person <laughs> i would go ranked conquest and i'm gonna go three one him just because it would make the story funnier and I feel like okay. If, okay. if you're, if, I feel like if you're going this way, I feel like it's because Agro beat me. Mm. Interesting. Right. Well, 
Right. I'll go yeah. with that story. You're getting a different read on this than I am. Uh, I'm going to go 08 for me. It's <laughs> my, <laughs> my guess. I'm going to go I'm going to go 08 um is uh is my guess, yeah. Uh yeah, we're, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Uh in ranked conquest, you guys have split two games each. You're two and two. Uh, <laughs> Agro, however, owns Barry in Arena. Apparently, he's two and zero oh against you in Arena. Wow! On mains. Let's go. Uh, okay. But what about his I, main I, mode here? Assault. In assault, you guys have split games. You're wow, one. Wow, you Different. did. You suck, Barry. No wonder. You're, it's exactly. a total. It's a total of five and three. Wow. I knew it. I was like, cut. if he's bringing this up, it's because Agro's winning. It's That's huge for it. me, Max. You know, I've really needed a confidence boost. You know, I had a kid. I feel like I'm washed. I feel like I'm playing the worst now, fight I have in years. Uh-huh. This is now me these games were in like these games were in like 2015. Right. Some of them. No, so. but, that, but that lets me know that you know there is something to build on. There's a base there. Uh, I, I will say in the arena games, uh, Barry, you played Gavin Ganesh in those <laughs> in those arena games. Yeah. And what was his combined yeah, KDA? I'm, can you give me? Can you give us that? I'm not on a carry, I, and this guy's sniping me. <laughs> I like, do not have the KDA from this. Enough. I've got him from the ranked games, though. Oh, really? Um. I do. I have the 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 kills and uh, all the fun stuff from the ranked games. Yeah, I'm um, surprised. I did see at one point Barry that there like, I think I was like looking for a particular YouTube video, and I found a YouTube video of you and I like laning together in like season five ranked or something like that on your YouTube did channel. We cook? Dude, I was going off like really. Yeah, you you were literally you were just a, a spectator. Uh, and it was great. It was good content too. It was a very funny. We were having a good time, you know. We're in comms. Yeah. I gotta say, That's unfortunately okay. for the content in all the rank games, you guys both played like brutally averagely. Nothing wow. interesting in there. You guys were like like six and six and five, Making four space. and three. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's because we were six neutralizing each other. Uh, exactly yeah, yeah. exactly that's yeah eight and eight eight eight, eight and me? eleven like that's the Ooh, most like standardized no that's surely me that line yeah that's that 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 is aggro yeah, yeah the triple I'm a tri- double stat line I'm a triple double <laughs> max you uh we need we need you to find who has the most triple doubles in ranked conquest uh that being 10 kills 10 deaths 10 assists uh not at a later <laughs> date um but yeah, like I would love to crown Smite's Russell Westbrook. You know what I mean? Zapper like, saw it for sure. You think so? I think it's Sam. Yeah, I think it's Sam. Uh, maybe. Sam. Sam well, is a triple double king. It needs to be percentage, not number. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple double number. Yeah, it just goes to the grinders, right. the grinders yeah, in the I, world. Saw and Zap are like they'd be so far above everyone. Yeah, no, Saw like yeah. has definitely got to be up there. Yeah, yeah. But it, I was looking percentage. at yeah. looking at all of these. I was looking at like you know rank game played, and I was like, oh yeah, saw it has like two thousand on this list, whatever. And then I realized I thought that was lifetime rank games played. That's season ten. That's year ten. I that was is like, insane. I, I was oh. like, whoa, that whoa, is whoa. that is insane. That I can't no wrap imp- my mind around that. It's an impressive level of slamming cues, for yes, sure. Yes, it really is. Um, okay, let's uh, let's quickly go to our random questions of the week that we get from our community Discord. Uh, sorry, Max, this went long, and I knew it was going to, but I didn't tell you that it was going to because I didn't want you to get nah, it's all good. I have fun. 
Um, <laughs> all right, we get these questions, of course, from our uh, community Discord, which you can go, which you can get into by going to Patreon.com/backliners, uh, and that's where we get to hang out and have fun. Um, okay, first question this week uh, is from Hero. Uh, what is an irrational fear that you have that is statistically unlikely to happen? What a great question from Hero before they even knew that our statistician was going to be with us. Uh, How about that? An irrational sure. fear that you have that is statistically unlikely to happen. I've got a lot. Mm. I will not give you all of them, uh, but I have a lot. Uh, my first one, just, uh, I have an irrational fear of getting tortured, like for information that I don't have. Mm. Because like, what do you when you're like, they're like, where's the briefcase? And you're like, what briefcase? And then they just keep torturing you. What can you say to them? In order to get them to stop, if you truly don't know where the briefcase is or what briefcase they're is, even talking about, so this is just like a generalized fear of the American government. Or... Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he can make that joke because he's Canadian. Um, yeah, I'm Canadian. That's on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's a that's a great point. Yes, that is a, an irrational fear of mine for sure. Uh, mine would be I've had this fear since growing up of just like being robbed. Mm. Um, I don't know <laughs> Max how, is like, like statistic... what is with the crime in America? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, like, statistically unlikely this is, like, stat-wise, or, like, I've never looked into the numbers. Um, but, uh, I don't know why, but since I was a kid, uh, my window growing up was, like, probably, like, 10 or 11 feet off the ground, and I always, like, when I was going to sleep at night, there would be a light across the street, and I could just, like, stare at that light. And I was so scared for some reason that someone was just going to climb up, and I would see them, like, their shadow, like, with the light coming through my window. And just, they would just, like, rob us. And mm. I, I've been so scared of that since I was probably, like, four or five, maybe, like, six years old. I don't know why. I didn't, like watch a movie or anything i've just always been scared of that and i i don't know why there you go no one That's... rob barra he will not think it's funny <laughs> <laughs> i i, I feel weird because my answer has nothing to do with you know unnamed people assaulting me so <laughs> cringe i guess i don't know what is it cringe. running out of syrup what's this guy thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's the it's the polar bears that get me no uh uh my my one that this was this used to get me a lot when I was a kid, and I guess it doesn't like still keep me up at night. But every once in a while, I'm like, man, that sucked. Is swallowing your own tongue? Mm, I don't know if that's mm -hmm. like a thing that lives in anyone else's mind, but yeah. I was told probably when I was like five that you can swallow your own tongue. Yeah, and I was like, oh, so I'm not sleeping for the next week. Got it. Like that's cool. Yeah. Do you ever have something like? For me, it's always popcorn kernels that get, like, stuck into the roof of my mouth, and I'm, like, trying to get it with my tongue, and if I start getting too far back, I get scared that my tongue is going to, like, fold back and I'm going to swallow it, which is obviously not possible. Uh, yeah, no. But I get scared of it. I think, like, whenever things like that happen, there's always, like, these surrounding circumstances, like, oh, they were undergoing, like, intrusive tongue surgery or something right. like that yeah. i don't know Obviously, like you can't just something your tongue. the classic thing that happens right. <laughs> but that's not the really common really part of, uh, no way that's, exactly you know that's just an important part yeah 
Um, exactly. Yeah. Well, heroes is much like ours uh, in that hero must be American because theirs is driving past a tanker filled with gasoline, thinking that a sniper assassin yep. is out for me and shoots yep. the thing, blowing everything up. How how is how is how is it not just it blowing up? How is it the sniper assassin part? Well, this is where American I really question the whole like a, a mentality thing. Right. Where is this other person coming from? Right. Well, you know. They're, they're out to get them. Um, or driving behind a truck shot. with hauling large logs because of Final Destination. I feel Final like Destination, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Final Destination, all of them, well, most of them were fil- filmed like in and around the city that I live in. Oh, great. Like, so your up. city's cursed. We're cursed, yeah. There's a, a really fun scene of... It's a documentary, yeah. The, there's a scene where this bridge like breaks. Someone falls off the bridge like onto the top of a sailboat pole. And then a really sniper... Gnarly. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, Neon. Uh, Neon Kerm asks, when you're sitting in between two people, which armrest belongs to you? Like the movie theater or the airplane? Great question, uh, Neon. Well, this, in my opinion, changes in a movie theater versus an airplane. Mm. Uh, movie theaters, I think, really have no laws. Uh, some people it's just It's a lawless like- land. Yeah, some people act like the whole movie theater belongs to them regardless. They'll be on their phones, they'll be talking loudly. Like, I don't mind if you have, like, a little conversation, you know, but just keep it quick. Like, 15 seconds. Yeah. Um, Movie theaters, I think, don't have laws because kids just, like, get up and run around the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, Airplanes, I think, have a very... What movie theaters do you go to, man? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Listen, once you get past the snipers with the gasoline tanks and, like, everything, the robbers, like, it's difficult to get there at all. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. got it. (laughs) Understandable. Yeah. Uh, for airplanes, if you're on the aisle seat, you get the one closest to the aisle. If you're in the middle, you get both. And then if you're on the seat with the window, you get the one next to the window. Bingo. Think... That's the only correct answer for airplanes. Yeah. Middle seat gets both. Their life sucks. You have to give it to them. Um, yeah. You are mean. If you how do you how do you feel about the like little agreement that you come to though in the middle seat, where like one of you gets like the front half and the other one gets the back half? We're like both yeah, elbows in there. So that's like, okay, but if I'm in the side seat, I am never once encroaching on that territory. Even if no. they're offering yeah, that's true. the half, that's theirs. Um, yeah. And I will not touch it. Movie theaters, I think it is first come, first serve. Because movie theaters, you get there as early as you want. It's not like an airplane mm-hmm. where you are being boarded via classes because the class system uh, is, you know, anyways. Um, so <laughs> you don't have a choice with airplanes. Uh, you do have a choice with movie theaters. Movie theaters are first come, first serve. Um, here's the thing about me. If you're ever next to me in a movie theater, airplane, whatever it may be, and I'm on an armrest and you bump my arm off of it, uh, I'm never going to try and get it back from you. Um, I've seen people like get into like the, the armchair wars. Uh, I, I will think you're an at, you're, you're, you're not a nice person. Uh, what a great save for me. Um, nice. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I didn't have, I have no idea what you're going to say. No clue. Yeah. I'm not fighting over it. I can't be asked. Uh, that's just a level of confrontation that is not important to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I've sure. again. This is this is gonna be me just like railing on this whole Canadian point. Mm-hmm. I have never once had anyone bump my arm off seriously a movie theater 
armrest. Oh. No. Yeah, that has happened a lot. Literally, truly never. Yeah. And I was going to say that my answer would be, and I, I, this could be so wrong, and I think that your answer is probably right, first come, first serve, and you can kind of, like, establish yourself. But mentally, it's the person on the aisle gets the aisle one in a mm. similar way, and then you kind of work your way into the middle, where if you're coming from the left aisle... You get the left one up until the middle. Working from the mm. right, you get the right one. And then the middle person kind of gets both. Both or neither, depending on when they show up. Mm, interesting. I can I can get behind that. That sounds awful. No, yeah, easy. I don't know. You but get stuck it, in traffic. You got a movie ticket. You're, <laughs> you have to walk through 10 people to sit in the middle to figure out you have no armrests. You just sit there yeah. like this. Like, with your popcorn in your hands. Like, no, you don't I, get either drink holder. I'm either. Be honest, You're almost always at a use... movie with other people. Yeah, well, I don't think um, it... I don't think I even use the armrest in the movie theater, to be honest with you. I do the majority of my movie watching. I'm... I'm I'm crossed up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, oh, you're crossed up. You're yeah, doing this. This is the most comfortable. <laughs> mugging the theater. Yeah, yeah, he's just I'm hugging like, himself. Mm, you know, like I'm you're thinking. You're thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. That's you're all, like, that's yeah, not a yeah, big deal yeah. for me. Um, you look over at Agro in the movie theater. He's hitting a pose like yeah. the whole time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're like, oh. Um, Neon Kerm also asks, "What's an irrational thing you do without fully realizing it?" For example, they turn down the radio when they're looking for an address while driving down the street. That's just good technique, to be clear. Um, mm-hmm. as someone who used to deliver yeah. pizzas it's what you do uh, it just removes the distraction it's actually good yep. um, a rational thing that I do without fully realizing it yeah without fully realizing it's, it's hard, hard because so. I don't realize it because I haven't realized yeah. it yet right. yeah. yeah um I don't I, know go ahead Barry I have a really stupid thing where I turn on my blinker in when I'm driving, literally for every single turn. Oh, so you're a good driver. Yeah, but like even like in a <laughs> I do this weird lot, thing where I eat lunch, I, <laughs> like, where I follow like, the law. <laughs> crazy like thing I do. Just do like little turns in like parking lots where they just won't turn on their blinker. No, and I feel it's like psychotic. the majority of people. And I turn on my blinker for like if I'm turning my wheel either way, regardless of what turn I'm doing, I turn on my blinker. Yeah. And I'll like I'll turn on my blinker like four times in a row. Like I'm turning here, I, turning here. I do, I here. do, I do like I do like the image though of you like rounding a bend in the road, like no turning. <laughs> Dude, You're like we're going yeah. left, we're I'm going left. left. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to lead my them there. Yeah. Um. No, I, my wife makes fun of me because I use my turn signal to turn into, like, our cul-de-sac uh, when there's no one around, like. Yeah, Destiny does the same thing, and I'm like, I'm it's just. The right, it's just good. Yeah. It's like, just a good I habit. Just turn on my blinker. Yeah. Um, you guys are such great drivers. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I think the best thing I can think of, I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, but volume on a radio or on a TV can only be on specific numbers. Um, it can only be on evens, uh, zeros, and fives. There's no... Never once has my TV volume sat at Michael 17. Jordan's greatest 23. You know? Uh, right. Or, yeah, 17. Never. Uh, I will turn it to 18 or 16. And if it's too quiet on 16 and too loud on 18, I will simply choose to live with one of those. I will not make it 17. Um, this this feels like it comes from the same like places. I saw someone say that finding out that 15, uh, 15, 51 
was a multiple of three and 17 made them feel physically ill. Wait, like 51 if... is three times 17. Yeah, I don't like yeah, 51. that. Yeah, 51. I think it just comes from a similar place, like, like a similar place in your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Like, I'm getting how it's there, you know? My rational thing is that I tell people math facts when they don't want to know <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> And I just realized it. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. That was such an incredible setup. That was unbelievable. Um, <laughs> wow. That uh, actually shattered my brain into two different pieces. Um, that's just incredible work. Like, I feel like we don't have you, to ever have you. a podcast episode again because we've peaked. Right? Yeah. We, this, is the, this is the snapshot of the balanced game that we're taking right now. You know? <laughs> yeah, this is we're never it. A further Reason and Amber. Holy crap. That was literally know. awesome. Um, Dreaming Martine with the final <laughs> question of the week. Do you have any good Thanksgiving plans this year? What's your favorite food at Thanksgiving? Uh, it's a two-parter question. What's the deal with Canadian Thanksgiving, Max? Like, it's Yeah, I knew, right? I knew it was coming. Right, I, I, I don't was... know. I'm just trying to learn about a different culture. Canadian, you know, I'm living... No, yeah. Good for you, man. Uh, <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving's already happened. That was oh. uh, last year. And you... Well, last, last year, though. Year. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Is it a leap year thing? Like, what's going on? Yes, it's Thanksgiving this year. Let's go. <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving, the uh, great historically accurate uh, holiday. Right, right. Uh, can only happen once every four years. No, it was last month. It's in October. We do the exact same thing. We just do it before you. Oh. We're more keen. Well, surely, we just give no, more thanks, thanks. No, okay, wait. Can we have an objective discussion here about whether Thanksgiving yeah. in October or November is better? That's just a bad idea. It's clearly November. You already have a major uh. holiday in October. Exactly. Yeah, which is Halloween, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I don't I don't but, disagree. We have Remembrance Day in November though. That's kind of like our long weekend thing. Oh, is it like we, a... give, we we give thanks to our veterans. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've got yeah, we've yeah, got we veterans, have veterans Day. I know that you guys have like a bunch of days. For yeah, that. we've got a bunch, yeah. You know. We have one, you guys have like twelve. Military machine. Okay, yeah, I can't, we can't get started. Um <laughs> Yeah, so no, but we've we already do the same it. thing. It's like the same foods. Okay. We've already had it. Um, turkey, pie, stuffing, all that stuff. There's, like, a few, like, specific dishes that Americans do a lot of. You know, like, like candy yams, yams with, like, marshmallows, yeah, all those things? Not garbage. really a Canadian thing at all. Res- like, big respects. N- doesn't exist. Those things don't deserve um, to exist. I I feel very similarly. Uh, my girlfriend, who is sitting in the other room, is weeping right now, hearing that. She's a big yam candy. She can dry her tears with a better side dish. Like anything else. <laughs> Like, literally anything else. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, aside from that, it's the same. We don't take it as seriously. You guys have, like, Black Friday. That's associated yeah. with... That's, that's, like, well, that's yeah, we, we have, like, one day. You know, all about it. Um, oh. We don't have a parade. We don't have, like, football going on. We just well, that's give problem. thanks like like humans do. Right, something like that. You okay. celebrate the real holiday, you know, while yeah, we yeah, distractions. Right. Uh, yeah, what's your, yeah, what's yeah, your yeah. favorite... Uh, your favorite Thanksgiving meal, uh, part of the Thanksgiving meal, though, in, in for Canada. for me, yeah. for, besides for, maple in syrup. Canada, besides maple syrup, I was gonna say there's some good maple syrup around the time of year, though. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, I'm I being so. I have you guys it. ever had maple syrup on like snow, like hot maple syrup on snow? You just eat it. <laughs> no man, you... <laughs> what? Yes to that. That is the, the most I, like I've ever heard in my life. I know. I I know it. Saying it to you sounds crazy. <laughs> Say it to like any Canadian. Yeah. That shit's so fire. It's so good. You put a stick <laughs> in it. It's wild. Wait, uh, you put a stick in it? 
You literally get <laughs> snow on a stick and then put some maple syrup. I, I'm telling you right now, it's snow packed out. You like boil up some maple syrup. You pour it into the snow so it like cools down really fast. You stick like a popsicle stick in it, and then you eat it like it's like a like a popsicle, like a candy bar, or whatever. Bro, it sounds great. I'm not gonna like. I'm not not. It goes. It goes. It goes crazy. I'm sure it does. But I realized saying it, it sounds like the most comically Canadian thing ever. Yes. Like yeah. we take our snow, we take our wood, we take our maple syrup, right. and we just I thought, eat that shit. Okay, I didn't think about like boiling it. I thought it was like you like go to the tree taps and yeah, it's like that's warm coming out of yeah. the tree. Yeah. And so <laughs> and you I was just like, like why would it be grab warm? some of the snow that's accumulated underneath the tree taps and like eat that. And I'm like, that's what you do? Like, that's so funny. That's, that's how we, that's actually, that's our main source of sustenance. No. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the goat, the goat Thanksgiving dish has to be stuffing, right? At least for me, that yeah. shit goes so hard. Well, now Turkey there's and two stuffing. types, Pretty right? Hard. It's dry stuffing and like wet stuffing. Right? Wet stuffing. You're a wet stuffing man. That I'm... I was so with you. Until you wow. Said that. No, it's dry stuffing. Really? Man. The crunch is what makes it, man. Everything else with the Thanksgiving meal is soft, right? You know, you might get a little crunch on the biscuit, but it's mashed potatoes, it's turkey. That's soft and moist. The crunch provided by the hard stuffing is what brings it the balance it needs. Right, but I'm I'm a flavor guy, you know, mm. and the wet oh, stuffing wow. just is is the flavor is. Really <laughs> he good. said, "Oh, he said, oh wow!" And then yeah, like Agro just doesn't like flavor. He's just like over there eating like sawdust, and you're like, "Sorry, I, I mean, want honestly, flavor with my food." That is not the first nor the last time I'll be told I don't like I don't value flavor because I'm too picky of an eater. Uh, it's a great point, to be fair, Barry. First of all, before yeah. you get into your favorite Thanksgiving foods, wet or dry mm-hmm. stuffing, uh, the people need to know. Uh, I mean, I like wet. Um, Let's fucking but go, I man. don't. Don't think... oh, come on! No, don't let me early I've celebrate that. That's crazy. I've never had dry. I'm sorry. Okay, I don't think I've okay, ever had okay. dry. So I don't really know what that is. It's just like baked in the oven instead of like inside the turkey. It's like in a in a sheet pan. And then you still oh, like maybe? put a little bit of like you you can still put like some turkey jus on there or you know um, things like that to moisten it up. But it just like it it doesn't get as you know, it's just like the, the wet stuffing. I just feel like gets too soggy being in there. You know what I mean? The flavor is great, but it's like I will say, like, like I think, I, like on paper, your point makes a lot of sense. But when I actually play that patch, it doesn't work for me. Right? No, and that, and you know what? That's one of the three P's. Uh, one of the three P's. It's put put stuffing. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure there was something there, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. Time. It wasn't that. There was a banger, and yeah, it, yeah. yeah. If I would have, you know, in my casting prime, I probably could have had something for you there. But again, washed. Um, washed. Barry, yeah. what uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Uh, this one's hard. Uh, I would just go with mac and cheese, and mm-hmm. then mashed potatoes is a very close second. Mm-hmm. Fire, and then. Rolls or like whatever bread choice because I've been a bread fanatic since like I've been a baby. Yeah, uh, love the rolls. Any like Did you say rolls, rolls were top ten? Yeah, like foods period potentially. Oh, food foods period. Oh, okay, yeah, I sorry. Rolls. I thought you were saying like top ten Thanksgiving foods. I was like, oh, what is no. there? Yeah, Elf? No, like <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, I, it's like salt, pepper, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. individually. Um, no, that and that is fair based on what I said. No, what was what was great. the role you said, Barry? Barry, you, you were saying a specific role. I think uh, you were like coming at us with crescent rolls yep. or like yeast rolls. I would say are like top two. I crescent think. rolls yeah. take the cake for me personally. What are both of those? And this 
I don't even you know if it's know. a you'll thing know. or a me thing. Yeah. No, it's it like it's a. You'll crescent know. Crescent rolls are, crescent like rolls are just like the. They're like the the midway point between a croissant and a roll. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Very buttery. Very. Flaky, the, you're the yeah. face I'm, you're making I'm, is saying you don't know what we're what we're talking. No, about No, no, I do know what these are. I just, and I'm sure that I'm you know I'm I'm. <laughs> I just no, we don't you don't think, get down Max, with. Don't don't sugarcoat it with I'm sure they're great. <laughs> I, I actually, I think, I think that sometimes, uh, at least from where I'm from, you know, we don't get indulgent enough. Buttery, yeah. flaky bread rolls sound lovely with a Thanksgiving meal. <clears throat> We're like, our, we got like, you know, whole grain. Oh my God. Balls of dough. I'm so whole sorry. Grain does, whole grain, if it's done right, is very tasty. If it's not, it's like. It's all I I think done. it's I think it's done right. Like I think we got okay, good okay, stuff good. going on, Wait, but it's it but the, the but the indulgence of a crescent roll. I have never had a crescent roll at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, they're great. We're gonna make literally yeah. like three sheets of them at our house. I'm not even kidding. They they're, look they look amazing. Um, very tasty. Are, were the multigrain rolls as good as the best multigrain item on the planet, which is of course multigrain Tostitos? Uh, <laughs> Max, Max scoops, and yeah. I's personal favorite berries. Also, okay. you tried them, right? And agreed mm-hmm. that they were yeah. banging. Very good, very, very. That, good. That's they're, the they're, best multigrain item I've ever had. It's yeah. they're, they they don't compete with the Tostitos multigrain scoops. Not not sponsored, but uh, yes. they don't need to be because uh, I don't care. I'm just putting you on to good food. Yep, multigrain Tostitos scoops, unbelievable. They go insane, um, insane. Yeah, for me, um, I'm a turkey man. I love turkey. Uh, it, I think, you know, the side dishes on Thanksgiving are, they deserve their flowers. They're all great, except for the yams garbage and also cranberry sauce. Why? Um, Mm. but mashed potatoes and gravy, mac and cheese, crescent rolls, Max's family's multi-grain rolls, um, all stuffing of both varieties, still very good. Dry obviously gets the preference, but the, the turkey gets overlooked because it's hard to cook a turkey properly, but I'm lucky enough uh, that that my family, um, they are very, very good at making Thanksgiving turkey. It's always like so moist and delicious. And I love eating turkey uh, with, with some gravy on it. Um, dude, I'm so excited for Thanksgiving. Just like I, talking about this. Just hearing you talk about it, I'm like, I am now sad that our Thanksgiving is in the past because... This, uh, you know, post time change November could really use a healthy yeah. serving of turkey. Yeah, dude, you should just do another Thanksgiving on American Thanksgiving. That's what I was gonna say. But, just you like, should, but with like just crescent like rolls and like KFC, you know, like just like okay, the, yeah, the most like overindulgent, like as t- you know, no- nothing to drink except for two liters of Coke. Like that's it like that I I'll take I'll take I'll take a drive down to the states you know I can go, go show up some you're wel- like hey you, you think come, like, you can come to our place you're welcome Yeah it's like a 20 hour drive you think Is that it surely it's more than that to Atlanta Yeah uh, to Atlanta yeah hold on give me a quick thing. Aren't you, I'll tell aren't you right you, now how long you it is West you're west coast of Canada Yeah yeah, yeah oh, I'm west coast no. Oh no Yeah no I'm 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 west coast and Canada I'm yeah. way away yeah, we always uh, make fun of him because, like, we have a balance meeting. He's like, all right, time for me to go eat breakfast. And we're like, it's 1 o'clock, Max. What's wrong with you? Uh, and it never gets me. And, it, and it's always really funny, and I don't like 
yeah. hop off the call and like just sob silently. Right. Like, Never does. <laughs> Holy crap! You're you are right. I was off by half. It is a forty-two hour drive. I was gonna say yeah. you best get in the car soon, my friend. Uh, boy. Yeah, I think I can make it. Tough, Honestly, right? though, but if I play Mercury the whole way there, like true. That's one ult. That's that's, that's, one, the, that's one of the underrated things about my about my my Mercury is that it actually translates into like live travel. It does. Mm. Yeah, I've seen it happen. Yeah, it's, it's truly a remarkable thing to, to witness. Um, mm. All right. Well, Max, uh, thanks so much for coming on, my friend. Uh, it was great talking to you. I'm sure we will get yeah. comments that people want the scrim data. We'll have to verify with some people that we can. You know, as long as <laughs> really, it's old stuff, like really surely no one will care, right? You want me to start releasing lot like the current scrim data just like publicly? How do we? Yeah, feel no, one <laughs> no one would be upset about that. No one would be upset about that. Find out how many Jingwei games I play in scrims. In scrims, could I? Yeah, not right. Yeah, now, I can, that'll, I can... that'll take them some time, right? Oh like, yeah, can no, you do it quicker right now. Yeah. Uh, no, I could right find out. I finding in scrims would take a second. I could tell you how many lifetime Jing games you have across any thing ever In- including scrims uh we'll or find out be separate oh we're gonna find it, out we're, we are going to find out uh it well, should just, be lifetime ever i could just subtract my ranked games from that and then because i don't think i've played jingwei Cat- well maybe surely like you, you have absolutely played yeah. <laughs> jingwei arena game and just been terrible uh, i was scrolling through my media tab looking for a particular video and I saw a tweet that I made of, I had screenshotted Destiny's, it was like Derpy Bear playing Jingwei, oh, and no. she had, you know, she had a diamond Jingwei, and I was like, they'll burn down the whole house, they're infested. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's a banger tweet. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that this is the number, I think, because I think we said that you're... Your ranked games are this high. Do you think Jingwei is your most played god of all time across all no, 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 situations? No, no, no okay, way, no. no okay, he was a natural. Yeah, I didn't even need to practice. I. So. <laughs> uh, we have you at uh, two hundred and ten ranked games with Jing, and six hundred and seventy three total games with Jing. Yeah, that's got. That be sounds about right. Games. Yeah, because so I like four hundred games of Jingwei. It's God, that is yeah. disgusting. <laughs> Everyone always was like, "You gotta stop playing Jingwei ranked." I was like, "I literally don't play this character." Like outside of scrims, like I would play her like when she was super meta. Yeah, and I was like, "You don't need to practice this character outside of scrims." Like that's that's all you. That is hilarious to me. Hachi might be past Jing, honestly, in terms of scrim games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, acceptable. You know, you're you just yeah. had a lot of scrim games. That's fine. You have to play. Some. Uh, yeah, you may be right. <laughs> My older's uh, Hachi. Be like you had. Yeah, I think it's very. You also have about. Uh, assuming that ranked and scrims are the only places you're playing these gods, you've also about yeah. four hundred uh, scrim games with Hachi. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. I, I, I. You know what? Tell me, tell me the, uh, tell me the funny number stuff and. We can put together uh, a fun show. I think we absolutely I'm, I'm could. in for it. I think I think everyone will be. All right, thanks so much, Max. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. If you forgot, because it was two hours ago, legitimately, uh, factormeals.com/backliners50 to get fifty percent off there, and then betterhelp.com/backliners are our two sponsors for the week. So big shout outs to them. Um, we'll be back uh, 
maybe well next week is like thanksgiving so maybe we aren't back next week eh barry maybe we're taking next week off for thanksgiving do you really just say a well, he's here let's go let's go hey that's what it's all about dude yeah, well, i was wait that long for thanksgiving food check our twitters we'll talk about when we're going live next all that kind of stuff we gotta get we gotta get out of here for the love of god uh barrett you know what to do bye oh it's just buttery that was a good one like a crescent a really roll by right there buttery <laughs> was flaky delicious yeah so, the three uh, piece <laughs> the three <laughs> piece <laughs> My toenail broke off during this podcast somehow.